0: So on this week's episode of Be More Super, we've got a great treat. We've got an extremely talented actress uh, that's currently starring in Family Law on Global TV. It's, of course, Eden Summer Gilmore. Eden, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: And... To be honest, for your age, you've been very, very busy. I mean, I'm just reading some of the shows that you've been in. So Riverdale, Nancy Drew, Supernatural, The Good Doctor. It's a Christmas Eve with uh, Leanne Rimes. Um, How do you fit it all in, being so young? um, And I presume you've got studies and your family is is nagging you about um, studying at the same time
1: yeah i mean it's definitely a lot to balance but i'm really lucky that my parents are very very supportive of me i don't think i'd be able to do all this without their support Um, i'm really lucky also to be in a program at my school that allows me to get extensions on homework and when i'm working i get a tutor on set so that's always really handy but i mean it's a hard thing to balance but i think i've gotten so used to it over the years as well that it's becoming to feel more and more normal every single day (laughs)
0: do you, do, you, do you feel that obviously having this program at, at your school that allows you to do this wonderful work on screen um what what do your friends think about it all because it must be quite you know bizarre for them to have a friend that's on TV every, every week on a Friday night
1: yeah i i mean i I think it would be i think it's probably always a little weird for them you know but um, I'm really lucky to have friends and, and people around me that are really supportive. I think it's really important to surround yourself with people that uplift you. Um, so I'm really grateful to have my friends support. And lots of my friends also are in the industry, um, mm-hmm. which is really good cool to have people that are in the same boat as me. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a little weird, but I'm really grateful to ha- that they're so supportive of me. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And um I wanted to say congratulations because the show has been renewed for a second season already. <laughs> which I think is <laughs> awesome. How did you find the news out?
1: Um, I mean, I think I it was a while ago, but I think I just got an email from our producers and it was like, we got renewed for season two. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was crazy because we haven't even released season one when we filmed season two. Um, it was insane, but I was so grateful because it just gave me another chance to explore Sophia's character even further.
0: Mm. And it just shows how good the show is. I mean, I'm on episode four waiting waiting for the next <laughs> one. And you know it's just a wonderful show because the characters are growing even after four episodes and i just can't wait to see where your character and abby goes yeah. as as well as the other colourful uh, you know characters in it <laughs> so before we talk about family law why acting why this profession because it's got to be the most sort of you know i don't know you can have rejection you're going to have Um, you know, auditions that don't go well. I mean, what made you go in this direction of uh, acting?
1: Yeah, I started commercials when I was really young, about five. My mom worked behind the camera in the industry, um, so she kind of introduced me to it. And I really like commercials. A few years ago, I think four, I started to venture into TV and film, and I kind of realized that this is what I wanted to do on the set of Riverdale. It was my first ever Mm. speaking role. And I think because I got to play such a iconic character, such as little Betty and everyone on the set was so nice, it kind of made me realize like, I want to be able to continue to do this with other sets and other characters. And what I also love about acting is that there's so much that you can discover about yourself through these characters. You know, Mm. whenever I work on a character, when I'm going through their journey, I'm also going through my own journey of self-discovery. And I think it's so, so interesting to be able to explore different aspects of life that I would normally never ever know about unless I was in acting like I played a gymnast like an Olympic gymnast I would never obviously Mm. be an Olympic gymnast in real life but you know it's really cool to explore different people's aspects of life and you know walk in a different pair of shoes
0: that is awesome and and your parents (laughs) and your family must be so proud of you um because myself I've got two little girls one eight and one four (laughs) and um you know that is an avenue that you know me and my wife has always thought about is maybe get them into performing arts because that's what mm-hmm. i did when i was younger um but who knows i mean it's a great profession to be in uh, do you see yourself being in this profession in 10 years or 20 years time
1: yeah i mean right now i do i've kind of always said to myself that you know who knows what i'm going to be interested in a year from now right now i'm comfortable with acting and that's what i want to continue to do but if let's say next year I find a new interest, I'm not going to stop myself from exploring it, but I think acting will always, always be a part of my life. And it's definitely something that I want to continue as a career in for years to come.
0: (laughs) Maybe one day that Oscar might be in your hands. You never know. Um, uh, So, um, so, you know, when growing up i'm 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 saying Mm -hmm. growing up you're quite quite young but very well established within the industry already um who was the biggest influence on you when you were you know wanting to become this actress than that you are now
1: yeah and when i was younger a lot of my influences were on tv you know i remember harry potter watching emma watson always inspired me because she there wasn't a lot of female characters on tv when i was younger that you know um taught me how to use my voice you know to be powerful mm-hmm. um so that definitely inspired me but also i think you know I, i'm really lucky to have worked with such talented um women on the shows that i have worked on lots of the shorts i've done are all female-led and you know working on shows such as the good doctor all the leads and those shows were so incredibly nice so if anything I think I was so inspired by the people that I've been so lucky to work around because they've all been so kind, but they've also showed me how amazing, you know, acting can be. <laughs> so mm. yeah, I think it's definitely come from you know growing up and watching um, characters that have inspired me, but also just the people that are around me.
0: And you can't do do too bad with Emma Watson because she's an awesome <laughs> actress and and awesome off screen as well. So she's a very good role model, I think for you know a lot of young women out there and I've got to say I'm quite pleased that we're getting more leading ladies now you know there's more characters to be strong because remember I've got girls so I want them to grow up you know not being you know talk down to i want them to be independent yeah. and and be happy with whatever they're doing so uh, it's great to uh, hear that uh, so let's talk family law because this is this is a show that um, i had your state on the show um, a little while back and she yeah. was mentioning the fact that the show was very stop start stop start because of the pandemic um mm. if you could tell me a bit about who you play and a bit about the show for everyone under the rocks that haven't seen the show. Yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I play Sophia, um, the daughter of Abigail Bianchi. You know, Sophia is a thirteen-year-old, very smart, boy crazy teenager. She's going through, you know, the motions of growing up and being a teenager. You know, the same things I think every teenager in the world feels. But she's also dealing with the strained relationship between her and her mom, and patching up aspects of her life, such as you know, school and family and that kind of thing. Um, it follows the story of Abigail Bianchi, played by the amazing Jewel State who is a recovering alcoholic and lawyer who was forced to work with her estranged father and her two half-siblings who she's never met. So it's really a dysfunctional family law firm helping other dysfunctional families put their life back together as well.
0: And how much fun was it to work on the show? Because it just seems such a great cast and and how funny it is in places i mean how good was it to work with all those people that you were mentioning earlier on you know well-established mm-hmm. actors
1: it was amazing like i there's just something so magical about the show jewel and the rest of our leads in the show created such a positive and wonderful energy on set that wouldn't have been there without them same with our you know showrunners and producers they were the ones who created such a positive energy on set, which made it so amazing to work. But also, I think everyone on the set had such a passion for what they did, you know. Um, which you know changes so much. You know, mm. If you really love what you do, it creates a different energy. And it's truly really been so amazing. I've got to learn so much on the show, and I'm so, so grateful that I get to be a part of not only telling such an amazing story, but to be a part of such a wonderful family and community that we created on the show.
0: And on your social media, I saw a picture of your script. I think, I think, I think it's your script. Was it from the table read? That you yeah, wrote? that
1: was our first ever table read, episode one and two. <laughs>
0: and how did that go? That must be a weird experience to sit around a ta- table with all the cast, crew, and read through it. I mean, were you scared? Were you nervous? Um, and how did it go?
1: Yeah, definitely scared and nervous. It was actually my first table read ever I've never done one before so that was my very first one I was so nervous um you know I think it's always nerve-wracking to join a show for the first time but then it's also nerve-wracking to perform in front of a group of people that you've never really met before but it was truly like such an amazing experience everyone is so talented that it was just anything if anything it was just so magical to see the script come alive and I think once you started to get into like the first few pages you know um, my nerves started to calm, but it was so much fun. And I think it was like at the table read where we were, we, me especially, but we were all kind of like, you know, what this is going to be something really, really special.
0: And what kind of approach do you <laughs> take? You know, when you get apart, part, uh, for example, so, 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 so Sophia, what sort of approach mm-hmm. do you take to get into character to develop that character?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's different for every single role, but with Sophia. What was really important to me is finding her core you know what was this deep deep fear of hers that you know made her treat her mom this way and you know it really came down to the feeling of betrayal you know um when Mm. someone that you love so deeply betrays you so deeply you know it's so hard because you want to hate this person so much but you also love them so much Mm. so you know it really came down to the fear of you know being alone and being unloved because she felt very unloved from, you know, her people, the people at school that were making fun of her. She felt unloved from her mom because why would her mom do such a horrible thing to her? You know? Um, Mm -hmm. so once I really got down to the root, I was able to explore so many Mm -hmm. different aspects of her, you know, you know, dive into so many other layers. And um what was also really important to me when creating Sophia's character was that there was so much wit, like wittiness and smartness with her at these jabs at her mom of course had it a lot to do with teenage attitude but she's also very smart and manipulative in the way she comes at things to get what she wants
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm looking forward to I mean obviously mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen the show yet but um, I presume you can stream it still um, that I'm, I'm I'm, seeing that glimmer of hope for you and your mom I, I, I think that you know mm-hmm. Sophia wants to obviously get on with her mum but she's too stubborn and and um she just yeah. wants to stand her ground so so which i presume is typical with the, a lot of teenagers which i'll be soon to uh de- de- with my two so i am taking notes eden i'm taking notes <laughs> and and advice from the show um so dual state plays your mum um what is she mm-hmm. like as an on-screen mum is she good has she given you any words of wisdom? um around you know being in this industry
1: yeah she's absolutely amazing I mean not only is she a fantastic actor she's also just an amazing person and I'm really 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 lucky to have her as you know an inspiration and someone that I can learn from on set I always felt you know that she was someone I could talk to on set if I ever had an issue but she definitely gave me so much advice especially since I'm getting older in the industry. And, you know, mm-hmm. when I get older, you know, the laws start to change when it comes to working. She gave me lots of advice on, you know, what to do when, like as I get older and how much the industry is gonna change as I get older. Cause she's also a child actor, mm-hmm. you know, but she truly is like one of the most kindest and like amazing people I've ever gotten to work with. And I'm so, so grateful to have formed such a special bond with her.
0: And I think her character is like the polar opposite uh, so far to what Jewel is like yeah. in in real life. Um, to be honest, uh, the first mm-hmm. couple of epi- ep- episodes, I was quite quite shocked. But I'm 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 rooting for her. I'm rooting for her to to you know yeah. turn things 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 around. And of course, Victor Garber that plays her dad what an awesome guy he really is i like like i said to jewel i picture him in like an 1830s period drama in like a cravat and like a a top hat he just seems like he should be in that sort of era i mean what was he like because you you've had a you know i think a, a scene with him so far that we've seen up to epi- epi- episode 4 what, what what was he like to work with? Because obviously he was in Legends of Tomorrow as well as many other things.
1: He's amazing. I was like such a huge fan of him already. You know, I mean, I saw him on like Titanic, Legally Blonde, you know, <laughs> Aliens, all those shows. And when I found out I got to do a scene with him, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting to work with Victor Garber. And when I met him for the first time, he was so, so nice, so, so nice. And um, I learned so much from him just doing, you know, doing that scene with him and, it was so fun to be able to I think the scene that we got to share too was such a fun scene to, you know, be able to play with him in. But yeah, he's he's absolutely amazing. And I'm so grateful to be able to work alongside him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and is it true money can buy anything uh because in that scene it was like uh it, it was great to be honest um it's I'm, I'm again looking forward to that chemistry and that relationship that you build hopefully in the in the future um do you ever watch the episodes you know every, have you been watching every friday fr- yeah. friday night
1: every episode i've been watching <laughs> um oh, wow. i'm like you know, of course, I've read all the scripts. It's different, you know, seeing them on the screen for the first time. So I'm so invested, too, you know, in, in the <laughs> stories now.
0: <laughs> That's really good to hear because I know that some some actors out there don't like to watch their own work. And it's quite good, I suppose, to watch it, to to learn mm-hmm. and to obviously, you know, maybe change the character a bit after... Seeing yourself portraying. So, what have we got to look forward to from Sophia in the future? I mean, can you say anything like in in a, in in a nutshell of what we could expect from her?
1: Hmm. Yeah. I can't give anything away too specific, but you know, Sophia has a lot of walls built up, and we, I think, slowly start to see those walls crumble down and her open up throughout the season.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. And I I, I hear a lot about. Uh, young actors being a nightmare to work with um, first of all who keeps you grounded uh, and um, are you are you a diva on set yet
1: not yet no I'm just but, um but <laughs> you know I think my my mom and dad um, I think definitely keep me grounded I'm really lucky that from a young age they taught me a lot about you know being grateful and treating people with kindness um, which is such an important thing, you know. Kindness really, really does go a long way, and I think that's why we had such an amazing set. You know, everyone was so kind and so grounded. Um, but no, I mean, I don't think I'm a diva. I sure hope not. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you do know. you know what? If you was a diva, um, if 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 you was a diva and you had a rider, so so um, for uh, all the listeners and viewers, this is sort of like a list of demands that an artist can make. Uh, while working, what three things would you have on your rider that you would demand?
1: <laughs> um, I would demand that the entire cast and crew is supplied with, you know, water and breaks throughout the day. You know, that's really important. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just demand that everyone's, maybe, I, you know, everyone's nice to each other and that, you know, we all you know, look out for each other on the set because I think that's really important to be able to have each other's backs on a set. It's probably, mm. that's what I'd demand.
0: <laughs> oh, you're so sensible. Me, I would demand everyone to speak to me in song. They they they, <laughs> they they, they, would have to speak to me in song all the time or I would not reply <laughs> and I would demand just the yellow M&Ms. That is it. And then, and then I'll have trumpet players that every time I enter a room they play the trumpet <laughs> no, but, but right. yes your, yours 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 is a lot better and it obviously shows the upbringing that you've had so it's good to hear that you're not a diva um so any any plans uh, because i've noticed as well that you've got an amazing singing voice as well any Thank plans you. in pursuing a career in music
1: it's never been one of those things where it's been like something where I've sat down and been like, yeah, it's what I want to do, but it's nothing that I think I've ever taken off the table. You know, I love singing. I like playing guitar. It's something I started during quarantine. and I write a lot of poetry. So I think, you know, that can come into a lot of, you know, I've never really ventured into songwriting, but I think that's something that I definitely could do. Um, you know, it's not off the table, but I mean, I was really fun to be able to sing with Leanne Rhymes and it's Christmas mm. Eve. So that was definitely something that really push that passion forward. But yeah, it's definitely something that I would be open to venturing into.
0: I mean, how nervous was you? Because Leanne Rhymes, again, from a very young age, I think she was, was she 14 when she, she wrote that song um, from Con Air? Uh, your, uh, yeah. do, do, I think do, she
1: was do, 14 do, or 15 do, when she won that yeah. Year, the Grammy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so, so I mean, how nerve-wracking was it to sing with her? Because I believe that you went and sung with her in concert as well
1: yeah it was nerve-wracking but leanne is so grounded and so incredibly kind i remember before i sang with her on stage she like pulled me aside and she's like you know eden just the most important thing to do right now is have fun i got your back up here if you forget a word it doesn't matter you know we're just here to have fun and that was like that meant a lot to me but i was really nervous you know in filming the show getting to sing a song with grammy award winner leanne rhymes but um, I was, I got to meet her and do a scene with her before I actually got to sing with her, which I think was mm. really great to, get to know her. Um, but if anything, I think we were definitely on the same page in the sense of, you know, we wanted to have fun together and, you know, she gave me lots of advice and yeah, it was so much fun, definitely nerve wracking, but I think cause Leanne is such a kind person, it definitely calmed those nerves down throughout it.
0: And definitely a great thing to put on your CV your resume <laughs> of singing with Leanne Rimes, I mean, you couldn't get any better than that. Um, so I want to give the fans out there and the young young fans a bit of insight into Eden. Um, so crystals, talk to me about crystals because this is something that fascinates me and I read that you always have a crystal with you and mm-hmm. you're quite into all the properties and everything and, uh, Educate me, Eden. I haven't got a clue about crystals. <laughs> to me, it just seems ocus pocus. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm probably wrong because, you know, I'm a dad, so I don't really know anything uh, to youngsters. So, uh, I mean, what got you into cris- 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 crystals and just in a nutshell, you know, what it, what is it about them you like?
1: yeah i mean i have my crystals right on my table right here (laughs) um but to me my mom was very much into crystals and you know energy and stuff like that so as i got older i started to get into them um basically crystals i think everyone has a different view on them but you know you can set intentions with them and every thought and every kind of they they i guess kind of track your vibrations that you let out into the world Mm -hmm. so you know every thought that you have you know they take that in and use it to manifest whatever you're manifesting. But to me, I think they're just a great way to um, be a part of your journey, you know, as a human and stuff. I always like them. You know, I have lots of them to help calm nerves. You know, I have some of them for sleep. I think they're just like a nice little, you know, superpower always by my side to help me through different things in life.
0: (laughs) And you know what, it's really nice that you've got that to You know for support do you know what i mean in the way of sleep uh, you know i presume it's for nerves and everything like, like like that so it's great and i know that a lot of people are into crystals so i'm i was only joking it's not okus pocus. uh you know. um so so hey, superman had a crystal that's all i'm going to say and look what happened with him um so uh don't be throwing any crystals around because you never know what's what's going to come out the ground um, so, Eden, what's your top three movies of all time? Your favorite movies? Oh,
1: my movies. goodness.
0: you not allowed to say Titanic because you've already mentioned Titanic. So it's got to be.
1: I really love La La Land, um, Eileen. I, I love Emma. It. Really? Oh, my I gosh. Have watched
0: it? No. It's so That's pretty really bad. <laughs> That's you know, I think I love,
1: like, I love a lot of old Hollywood films, you know, Singing in the mm. Rain. So I think I really like La La Land because there was that yeah. old. Hollywood esque in it mixed with you know modern day i also love you know emma stone and ryan Gosling, so you know that was a big part in it um i love the movie pretty in pink (laughs) the 80s rom-com pretty in pink Mm -hmm. um i just i think i really love the 80s and like um you know the 70s so that one is always at the top of my list um i also really i mean i talked about this but i also love the harry potter franchise i don't think i can choose one specific movie but I really do love the Harry Potter franchise. If I'm ever just wanting to like have a comfort movie, I'll just pull out yeah. one of those.
0: <laughs> that is, yeah. I mean, you can't beat Harry Potter and, and who knows where they're going to go with it because there are rumours uh, because they've got the stage production and then um, you know who knows if Daniel Radcliffe is going to come back as a dad. Who knows? But you know what? No one ever mentions The Greatest Showman and I love that movie. I think it's you a great what? I love movie. That movie
1: too. It is a great See? movie.
0: It's good, it is. good. Dancing, Hugh, Hugh Jackman, singing, he's, he's just amazing. Um, so yeah. top three foods, Eden.
1: Ooh, wow. I mean, I'm a sucker for just like regular French fries. You know, French fries are always good. Different kind of French fries you can get. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, this is also basic, but I really love pizza too. <laughs> like, it's very, very much basic. Piece, pizza um, and pasta love pasta basically like bread and cheese basically you know bread Mm. and cheese if I could eat that for the rest of my life that'd be completely fine but I love pasta some good pesto you know pesto pizza is good too you know
0: Mm. (laughs) Mm. it seems that you're not very picky which is good to hear because my girls are (laughs) literally they're like connoisseurs you put the meal on on the table and they're like no daddy this isn't you know right so uh i'm glad to hear that you're you 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 like your simple pleasures your your pizza and your chips and your pesto um and um one of the last questions if you had three wishes um that you could get granted what wishes would they be
1: um oh that's a really good question you know what one of the wishes would be if I could just like live on a farm and have a bunch of dogs. That'd be like something that I'd really love. <laughs> I love dogs. That that I could l- still like...
0: happen. That could still happen, you totally. know? in the future. That's...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know this is cliche, but I think another wish would be, you know, have a lot more peace in this world. You know, especially you know the pandemic and what happened in 2020 it was, you know, mm-hmm. a hard year for everyone. I think everyone needs the world needs some more support and peace and love right now. And I think too what would be a wish is that, you know, social media is such a huge factor in people's mental health these days. Mm. So I feel like I wish social media could be some like it, there's definitely so many positive sides to it, but it'd be great if social media could be more of a positive focus on things because I know it's such mm. a strong factor in, you know, mental health and negative opinions on ourselves and others and why there's so much hate in the world i think too so i think it'd be great if social media was used for more of a positive thing because you know basically the whole world is turning to technology
0: (laughs) Mm, and and especially with bullying um i've got to say it's it's not in person anymore i mean these bullies Mm -hmm. are not even making an effort to do it to your face do you know what i mean they're going to they're going to technology and they're being yeah. lazy, um, but, you know, these social media platforms need to stand up and take responsibility yeah. and, and start to do stuff about, you know, the negativity on it and, and certain graphic images because, you know, yeah, it's yeah. a minefield for parents to to manage the internet for their kids. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It really is. It, is it really crazy. is.
1: You know, it's so easy for people to hide behind a screen now. And I think if you saw a comment, you know, on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, it's so easy also to believe any sort of negative opinion that someone has on you, so yeah, I totally mm. agree with you.
0: <laughs> and me personally, if someone says something negative about me or the show, I take it as a positive. You know, <laughs> they they went out their way to make that comment, so um, you know, I made them you know do something. So um, and and it was directed at me, and I'm and I've got thick skin. And lastly, before we say say goodbye from this wonderful interview, Eden. Apparently, you can say something backwards, which I can't even say forwards. It's from Mary yeah. Poppins. Core Blimey, Mary. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Um, if you could say it backwards first and then, um, yeah, then forwards.
1: Sure. Okay, so backwards, it's docious, alias, ballistic, fadgy, kelly, rupus.
0: And, and, of course, forward. that is forwards.
1: Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.
0: <laughs> how on earth? Well done. How on earth did you find out that you could do that, or was that um, just practice?
1: Mary Poppins. I uh, was a film that my grandparents and I would watch a lot when I was younger. Um, so my grandma was like, "You should learn how to say it backwards," and I was like, "Okay." So it just kind of became a thing <laughs> that I learned, and now I just I think it's kind of like wired in my brain now. You know, it's just just something I guess I can yeah, just something I can do now.
0: <laughs> See, in the future, in auditions, if you're stuck and you freeze, just say that backwards, and uh, yeah. you never you never know what's going to happen. So, uh, yeah. but Eden, you've been a great guest. It's been really nice speaking to you, and. I, I've got every every faith that that you're going to be a massive, bigger star than you are now in the future, and promise me that when you become a massive star, and and I send an email to your lovely people, uh, that you can come back on the show.
1: Yes, absolutely, and thank you so much for having me. It's been so so wonderful getting to chat with you.